It feels like it belongs to someone else. That shield represents a lot of things to a lot of people. Symbols are nothing without the women and men that give them meaning. We need someone to inspire us again. Hello, once again, we are back with a brand new episode of Words from Blurs. And we are once again talking about the hit new Disney Plus original series, uh, Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, I really like how the show's coming together so far. Oh, silly me. Forgot to introduce ourselves. I'm Adu, and of course, right here is my co-host, JT. Hey, everybody. How you do? How you guys doing today? Yes, yes, yes. But of course, if you're familiar with us, you know what our names are. You know what we're about, and all that good stuff. So yeah, uh, back to the actual show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking how the show is coming together so far. Yeah, this show is really. I, I really uh, am appreciative of Marvel really allowing these shows to dive in deep into these side characters that, for most of the MCU, were just that side characters that we had no backstory on, and now with with the Falcon Winter Soldier as well as um, WandaVision, we're getting a great depth of backstory and insight into what these characters are feeling, what they were going, especially particularly with Bucky. I feel like Bucky is getting a lot more of an in-depth, uh, we're getting a lot more in-depth lessons with Bucky in terms of his past as the Winter Soldier, him trying to overcome the grief of the things he's done, I feel like this is this show is not only redeeming for Anthony Mackie's The Falcon, but it it is showing a deep evolution of character for uh, Sebastian Stan's The Winter Soldier. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, and not even just Bucky, but and you mentioned also uh, Falcon as well. Like one of the biggest questions that came from. Um, Avengers Endgame was why did Cap give the shield to Sam instead of Bucky? And I feel like this show is helping answer that question by, you know, uh, subtly laying down. I mean, well, I mean, first of all, because the nigga's crazy. Like, let, let's be real here. Bucky's still kind of, he's, he's a little fucked up. He is. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. He had that Wakandan mind therapy, but even that didn't help. He, he's still getting therapy in America. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but other than that, it's also laying down the groundwork, you know, explaining why uh sam is worthy of the shield you know even if he even even if he himself doesn't think he is would you say this show is laying down the pipe for the for why sam should be captain america did you have to say laying down the pipe he's they're laying down the pipe all right Uh, yeah yeah i would say it's sure it's doing that i wouldn't use we use those words but yeah it's it's why the black man should be captain america as the black man often does uh, man. but yeah so we're gonna be talking about episodes three and four specifically uh this week and you know we're, we're, we're seeing more of like what happens you know it's funny because like in wandavision right they showed us like what it was like when um it, during the blip when the, everyone came back right but and we're seeing like and this is definitely what i wanted to see from the marvel universe like they're they're not just 
oh, this major thing happened and we're dealing and, you know, we're just moving on. We're not going to talk about it. No, it's actually going into like how the world is adjusting to the snap and the and the and the blip. You know, they established the the, uh, global repatriation uh, committee group. Yes. Yep. That, that that group of people grc grs global Re- repatriation committee. committee yeah yeah which is basically this um this government committee that's designed to like try to get things normal as back as as well as they can you know get people back to their homes but the thing is when you try to get the people that were snapped away like back to their homes you are ultimately pushing out other people that were living there during those five years you know it's not just as simple as okay well you're back here's your stuff back and everything like i mean maybe you wish it could be but you know there's some things got us i mean five years is a good amount of time you know families can be started in five years jobs a whole bunch i mean people were you know some people were obviously suffering during those five years but you know for others the five years you know they, they weren't that bad you know and that's what the the flag smashers what they're focused on which i find to be interesting like the flag smashers their their whole thing is that they want things to be how they were during the snap right during yeah, those because five the years. world the world was basically all these continents and countries without borders and now that everything is everyone and everything that was a part of that old world order has come back they want to put the borders back up they want to they want to separate the countries and divide its people and make some people homeless and 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 then and, and and as you'll see later in episode you know that we'll discuss episode four there are reasons why it's justified absolutely but, yeah but are they going about the right means is, is what we'll dive into yeah i mean that's their whole that's their motto right like uh one world one people yep yeah so well you know we uh we have john walker who's you know working or either with or for the grc i guess with the grc and he's trying to stop the flag smashers and man, he's just—he's spiraling. Don't nobody respect his ass. Nobody cares about him. Yeah, they're all comparing him to Steve, and that is such a high bar to live up to, to somebody you don't know, and to step into such large shoes as Steve Rogers. Um, it's hard, especially when you're when you're not a, sol- a super soldier. Yeah, you have a psychic named Battlestar. The fuck? I mean, it's better than <laughs> Bucky, I think. Hell, I'd rather be named Bucky than Battlestar. I'd rather be named Battlestar than Bucky. Are you kidding me? You know, the, 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 the number one, you know what the number one moment in this show was so far back in episode two when Bucky was like, hey, what's your name? Oh, or Sam, maybe one of them. It was like Battlestar. And Bucky was like, Battlestar, stop the car. Because anybody with no nigga named Battlestar, I wouldn't either. I would have left. Because clearly, y'all are playing games. Battlestar. I hope he didn't name himself that. His his name is the Falcon. What the fuck? What's wrong with the Falcon? That is just as corny a name as no, Battlestar. Are you serious? A Falcon is just the name of a bird. Fal- I'd rather be named Falcon than fucking Battlestar, nigga. Like Battlestar. That I'll, that I'll give you, but they're both corny names. These are superheroes. Oh, just, Falcon I mean, is not a corny name. Falcon is kind of a corny name. How? It's just the name of a bird. I kind of wish it was Black Falcon. So Black Falcon would be better than just Falcon. I I think. Uh, Both are fine. I wouldn't mind either one, but Falcon ain't a corny name. Not really. Okay. Yeah. 
But yeah, man. So you know, he's he's walking around, you know, trying to be all tough, like, hey, you know who I am? I'm Captain America. And you know, you got people literally spitting in his face, like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. What does that mean to me? <laughs> you know, you don't have jurisdiction here. I don't care about you. Big deal. And you know, while he's dealing with all that stuff, we have our heroes, you know, Falcon and Bucky. They're still trying to figure out how to like stop this whole super soldier, super soldier shit that's happening. And after episode two, they realize there's only one person who may be able to track the breadcrumbs to the super soldier serum. Fucking Baron Zemo. Yeah, probably my second favorite, uh, maybe third favorite. MCU the most one. effective uh, villain in the MCU, I think. Oh, far. absolutely. But, I mean, him and Thanos are the only ones who ever actually won. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he broke the Avengers up for sure. But they have to, but uh, so we know that Zemo is locked up in a secure facility. He looks like he doesn't even get out with the regular uh, inmates. So, of course, Bucky goes and um, secures an interview or a meeting, I guess. Yeah, and they, they talk and um, they, Basically, you know. They, yeah, and then they, there's, you know, they break him out. Essentially, they break him out. Well, I mean, he kind of broke himself out. I mean, Bucky, all, I think all Bucky did was pass a note, right? And then everything else just went down like Zemo planned. Did Zemo plan it or was it Bucky's plan the whole time? No, nah, Zemo planned that. This is Zemo. That was Zemo. Bucky ain't planned no prison escape. What did what did Zemo what did Bucky leave in that book for Zemo? No, nah, he um he uh he didn't leave nothing in the book. He like yes. he passed a note. No, he yeah, he left something in that book though that, that he was reading. He did and then and then Bucky caused a diversion as he did with the inmates. Which gave Zemo the time to uh, to escape. Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I missed it. Okay, so maybe the note was in the book. Oh, I think yeah, I think you know what you're right. He gave Zemo a note, and then he passed another note to an <laughs> inmate. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Z- Zemo wrote the note to make the inmate like fight the other inmate to cause a distraction. Then that's what led to all the other stuff happening. Which, by the way, I love that sequence, like them like juxtaposing that whole prison escape with um bucky you know saying well hypothetically sam what if this were to happen i thought that was really cool how that was directed and was this the episode that was directed by the john wick director was it i don't know i, I think it was one of these episodes was directed by the same guy directed john wick yeah i believe this was the episode let's see so, i wouldn't be surprised with that scene because I, I really like the way they did that scene it was almost like some like Breaking Bad shit or something. Yeah, we love a good jailbreak. No, this wasn't. This was by somebody named Kari Scoglin. Okay. Well, one of these episodes was directed. So I was. I, if I had to guess, I would say episode four might have been based on. Oh, that is the one that. No, wait. Is that the one with the all the action scenes in it? No, yeah. that's this one. No. Episode three, right? Episode. Uh, I mean, yeah, this has action in it for sure, but. I would say, I mean, I I know who I'm looking at it right now. Directed by Kari Scarglin, so it's not okay. this episode. Okay, so maybe it's the next it has one. To be the next one. Okay. Well, yeah. So you know, they get Zemo out of there, and you know, they're having their little static because you know they still don't really fuck with them like that, which is understandable because you know, villain. 
now that and we find out that apparently uh zemo's loaded so he's got more in common with his comic book counterpart than we uh realized tell me i just want to know how does a man maintain his assets and still be able to pay people like a butler like a pilot when he's in prison well that's I, what happens when your money is making money he's probably got family money he's yeah, a bear he really, yeah so he's got family money at that point but your money makes money one. But he was the only one that I that I can recall that was at that house. Oh yeah, well yeah, because his family's dead. Because you know, so, yeah. Sokovia. So then, where is the money? Who's maintaining the money? His is my thing. Butler, his, maybe his butler's maintaining the money. I mean, he's probably got a whole bunch of like investments and shit, right? Sure. I mean, look, man. At a certain foreign point, money is foreign money. You, you can it. you can become so rich that literally your money makes makes money. Like honestly, when he when he gets to a certain level, maybe he's just that rich. If I mean, like make- like a uh, Batman, right? What about uh, all that time he spent in a uh, in that prison? In uh, it was just held in a truck. He wasn't in prison. Yeah, in uh in a uh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises when he was in that that hole, the pit, or whatever. I mean, no one knew he was dead though. Well, yeah, that's true. But, or supposedly but they, they, they knew he was like, well, I mean, but they knew he was like gone, right? Wasn't he gone for like a minute? Yeah, but he was also gone for years when Batman Begins started. Well, that's a little different because he told people, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going off to travel or some bullshit. That's, that's a little different from like, it's a little going different. to jail, right? But it's a jail that Bane transporting him to it's not like an actual jail where they say okay bruce wayne you are officially locked up we're charging you with murder oh, and true. True. you know it's not the same because that's bane's imprisonment bane's that's imprisonment has, you know it's not official you know well from their point of view wouldn't it be like where'd this nigga go disappeared i mean bruce wayne is technically a recluse so oh, yeah, I, mean, well, yeah, he, I mean he is a playboy when it when you know for a certain appearances but for the most part that's just a rec- he's mostly a recluse. I imagined uh uh um damn Jesus Christ. Uh uh Alfred? Yes, Alfred, thank you. I don't know why I was blanking on Alfred. I I imagine Alfred was helping like keep up appearances and shit. So yeah. Yeah, I bet yeah, I imagine so. But didn't he it, fight it Alfred was, beforehand? It, uh, anyway, we're 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 yeah, we're talking about a whole completely different thing. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, um would you call this a little bit of a retcon? I because I feel like it kind of is, but it still kind of works in a way. Redcon in what way? Zemo's rich. Oh, um, I don't know if it was a retcon. I mean, they never, they never, they they didn't necessarily touch on his financial background in Civil War. Yeah, they did. They did say he was in the military, but I mean, rich folks join the military sometimes too. Yeah, I've been watching The Crown, and almost every single man who is in the royal family has been in the navy the royal navy or something so. yeah there you go now I, I don't know what his family was doing in like the poor part of sokovia but i don't know whatever this details um so yeah uh i don't i don't i don't mind this at all um and it honestly it adds up that he'd be able to afford like finding out all this shit about bucky and finding out shit about Hydra and finding out where the book is. I mean, you'd probably need a good amount of money to figure that out, right? He had, yeah, he had the skills that paid the bills yeah. and then paid for information. And a, and a fucking private jet. Yeah, how did he get to America if he was poor? So. Yeah. 
But uh, then they, you know, after the the prison break, where are we? Where we are now in the city of oh, what is it? So, what is the name? Not of Sokovia. This? No, it's not Sokovia. Um, geez, Madripoor. Yes, Madripoor. That's it exactly. Yes, we're in. We're now in the fictional Asian city of Madripoor. You know. It, I, Funny, funny thing about Madripoor, that's Wolverine stomping grounds. Yes, that I know. It is Wolverine stomping grounds, and boy, oh boy, are those mutants uh, coming, baby! Man, look, I, 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 I mean, we, I mean, I, we know they are because they told us they are. I just don't think they're coming anytime soon. Although I do think soon. it's very interesting that they chose to have Madripoor show up in this show. That, that's interesting to me. And it's also interesting to me is, well, which we don't necessarily have to get into, but has Bucky as a Winter Soldier ever run into James Logan? James Logan? I mean, probably. I wouldn't James Holland Logan. Man, I mean that's that's the that's the story. You know? Oh, you mean like in the MCU? Yeah. Wouldn't I mean Wolverine would have to be an already established. No, not necessarily. I mean, he could have just been like, you know, one of those guns for hire. We didn't hear about Winter Soldier until Winter... The Winter I don't Soldier. know, man. I feel like they would have heard about a nigga with claws in his hands by now. What do we? That's we, not something you forget. We, we would have heard about a man with a robot arm until until his movie, but we didn't. The, mm. We knew Bucky existed. Okay, but they, they had like... But they, like, like, Widow already knew about him and like shield already knew about him yeah because they told you about him in his movie yeah they, they, they'll just come up with a reason why everyone knew about him but never mentioned him okay. something like that all right fine i suppose but yeah so hey i i don't think this is going to be the show where they introduce mutants y'all y'all still gonna have to wait on that but again it's pretty cool that they put Nigerpore in here Oh, uh, speaking of which, just to go back a little bit, um, you know, there was that scene, right, where they were, like, bantering about, like, Marvin Gaye and Troubleman and all that, right, and, you know, the little little jokes, like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's representative of the African-American experience. Do you, how do you feel about the way this show handles, like, its humor? Like, do you think it's actually, like, funny, or? I feel like the humor is forced, honestly. Really? Okay. What's forced about it? I... I mean, I get, the, I get that this the the lead title character, the Falcon, is a black man, um, but I feel like, hey, it's the Black Falcon. Oh, I'm I'm Black Falcon because I'm black. Like you didn't I, like that scene. I feel, I mean, it's I feel like it's tacked on and not funny. I mean, and it's not even coming from the main from the main guy. It's coming from a little kid, uh, like Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. had a natural sarcastic flair about him that made him funny you know mm-hmm. you can't you don't really and thor now has taika watichi's writing you know that's what makes him funny now but i don't necessarily see the humor coming naturally from the falcon or the situations that he happens to be in okay so what yeah. about like what what about the the joke when um they um when 
Zemo had Falcon dress up like that, an uh, African rich guy or whatever. And he was like, ah, I look like a pimp. And then um, Zemo's like, Americans. would think a fashion for a black man looks like a pimp. Like, did you think that line was funny? I did, wasn't sure. I wasn't sure it was supposed to be funny. Yeah, it was. I, well, I mean, maybe a little funny, maybe a little bit of commentary. Yeah, no, this this episode played very serious for me. So I didn't I didn't really laugh much. I mean, I, I laughed more at Zemo when he's in the club dancing and then made a meme of himself. Dancing? What's that? Marvel put up a 10-hour video of Zemo dancing. No, that was a whole hour. And that was oh, really it was a whole hour? I thought it was 10 hours. My bad. It was it was an hour, and I looked at it. I thought it was like a whole extended scene. Nope, they just... They put it on the loop. loop. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that shit in the loop. I was like, nope, I did not ask for this. This is some dumb ass shit. But why do you? Yeah, you just hate fun. That's what that is. I, I hate fun. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Let's say it was hilarious. Ha 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 ha! Great job, Marvel. Was it April Fool's Day? No, it wasn't April Fool's Day. <laughs> was it April Fool's Day that day? Do y'all hear this thing? He just, he just, you don't like fun. That's, that's what it is. Just, why can't they put up an hour loop of uh, Zemo dancing? I mean, oh, give me a minute of it, not a whole hour. <laughs> well, they, you don't have to sit there for the whole hour. Yeah, but it's like, why is it there? Why is it that long? For people that want it. People who want a, a, a 15 second clip looped over and over for an hour? Yeah. Time? I mean, you know, it's there if you want to watch it. And if you don't want to watch it, you ain't got to watch it. And I definitely don't. <laughs> um, you know what? Falcon really does look like Smiling. Is that is that Anthony Mackie again as Smiling Tiger in the in the photo? Because he really didn't yeah, look I like think, him. I, I, think, I think it is. Okay. Seriously, it's either him or someone that looks a lot like him. So yeah, uh, they're in Badger and They're basically just trying, you know, get in more information about what's going on with the Super Soldier Serum and all that. And there's a pretty cool action sequence in the middle. After oh, you know what? I'm jumping ahead a little bit. So in the scene where uh, you know, they're they're undercover and doing you know the whole thing. Do you think it was realistic that Sam forgot to turn off his phone? Realistic? Yeah. Like that I mean, Sam would just can you even hear your phone? But it's like, but it's not like he's there to be at the club. Like he's there on a mission. Why would you leave um, your phone on? Oh yeah, no, that, that makes that makes no sense. Yeah. 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 You're on mission, thinking... that goes that you don't even bring that with you unless exactly. it's like off on silent. You have it. What do you have a wrist communicator for in your and your little earpiece? At best, like, what are you doing, my nigga? At least put it on vibrate. Like, what the fuck? His sister called and shit. He's trying to play it off. I don't know, man. Do you, you know what? You know what? The best thing he could have done, he could have just been like, he answered it and been like, "Hey, I'll talk to you later," and then hung up. I'm doing business or some shit. Why do Why do you try to hold a whole conversation? Yeah, that seemed unnecessary, but. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think it was realistic, and I think it was a boneheaded move. And dumb writing. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they I guess they need a reason for, you know, shit to go sideways. So, yeah, and of course, shit does go sideways, and, you know, they flee. But luckily, Agent 13, a.k.a. Sharon Carter, 
Agent Carter's uh what grand Sharon niece? makes her return. Yeah, she she's back. Great niece. Something like that. Yeah. And you know what? They they and I find it interesting because basically they let us know that Cap and them kind of left her hanging. Yeah, like after they got the shield from her, they she just had to go into hiding and they never they never I guess reached out and tried to find out what happened. And she's just been on the lam since. And we know we are not gonna touch into what she's been doing, but she definitely, I guess, is Magipor. She's in, like she's, she's one of those low end gangster places. Yeah, she's teetering on the edge of lawlessness. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. And and luckily for Bucky and Sam, she happens to be very close by and be able to help them when they are in need. But before that, they were able to get the name, or no, were they? did they get the name of the doctor before or when Sharon arrived? I'm pretty sure Sharon was the one who gave it to them. Right. So they were, like we said, they were at the club, you know, looking for leads on the name of the doctor who recreated the serum. And of course, they were so close and then Shit goes sideways as it does, and Sharon came out of nowhere. I think like, his name who, is who would have thunk it, Doctor Doctor Nagel, Doctor Nagel, Nat Nagel, something like that. Doctor Nagel. Sure, uh, yeah, that guy. Let's just call him the Doctor. And the Doctor, um, you know, is in hiding because he he recreated the soldier super soldier serum. And what does that mean? It means he also must be in hiding because he's a very um, hot commodity in the underworld. In the yep. criminal underworld, anyway. And he's working for someone called the Power Broker, which is also someone from the comic books. Yes. And he also is the one that provided Carly and her Flag Smashers with their abilities. Wait, did, didn't they? No, they stole them, though, right? Didn't they steal yeah, uh, yeah, they stole them from them. They stole the limited supply that the Power Broker had. Yeah, and um, you know, I guess they were trying to use whatever a little bit they didn't use as leverage, but yeah. And I have a theory on who I think the power broker is, but I'm I'm a I'm a. I also you, uh, have a theory when we when we get to the scene that I think kind of might show us. So yeah, um, so you know, outside the power brokers, you know, heavies show up, and you know that starts a really dope action scene which was also pretty violent i thought for disney plus not that i had an issue with it i'm just surprised that disney plus let them like get that violent because they're just straight up shooting people and uh fighting and like straight like murking motherfuckers in the show i agree i agree and at one point i think bucky threw a pole through someone's shoulder oh yeah he definitely impaled someone's shoulder oh yeah right through their shoulder God damn! Some DC shit. I'm like, okay. Yo, this is more raw than some of the movies. A little, little dark with their, uh, with their choreography, their action choreography. God damn. Mm -hmm. Um, But but it was it was a welcome it was uh, a welcome change of tone because we all know Disney is pretty like Disney Plus is like pretty much like a lot of kiddie PG content. So we do enjoy the the kind of 
harder action that Marvel can provide. And this is the first of it that I've seen. Yeah, it was damn near like some Netflix Marvel shit. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was uh, rivaling Netflix Marvel in terms of that those these action scenes we're getting in these last two episodes here. R.I.P. the hallway fight scenes, man. I miss those. Oh man, those were a treat. R.I.P. Deadpool the series. It's six years this year. Yeah, I mean, at least we, we got Harley Quinn, which is actually a pretty nice substitute. I imagine the Harley Quinn cartoon is what the Deadpool cartoon would have been like. You know, they're they're supposedly doing another Deadpool cartoon. Take another stab at it. Oh, okay. Well, that, with I, Ryan I, Reynolds, of course. Okay. Oh, well, okay. That has me even more interested in it. Okay. On FX, I assume. I don't know. Oh well, that was before Disney bought them. Well, Disney owns FX now, so it, it might still show up on FX. So who knows? Oh, or it could Hulu. show up on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. But yeah. So uh, yeah, they, you know they uh, they explode, and um, Zemo winds up shooting uh, the Doctor because he is. That's his whole thing. He's very anti super soldiers, anti superheroes, anti anyone trying to like get powers and shit because he thinks it only leads somewhere bad. Which is interesting because he's you know he's ba- he's basically a villain with a coat. Yeah, he doesn't think there should be any superheroes. Period. And you know what? Is he really? Is he a villain? Is he? I think I think he's a socialist vigilante. Really? That's you're the first person I've heard call him socialist. Okay, well, why do you think he's a socialist vigilante? <laughs> I'm not gonna get the politics. No, you know, I'm just because no, I've never heard anyone call him that before. So I, I'm uh, generally interested. Vigilante, I definitely see the vigilante thing. I would call him more of a vigilante than a straight up villain because it's like it's not like he's trying to take over the world or like kill a whole bunch of people or something. Like literally, he just doesn't like. So if anything, he's like uh, he's almost like a take on butcher from the boys. Hmm. That. That kind of tracks. Honestly, like really, he's uh, he's basically like Butcher from the Boys, but in a world where the superheroes aren't assholes. Hmm. Well, then shit. I guess Carly's group are more socialist vigilantes. Yeah, well, the whole like one people one world thing and you know definitely more um, stealing stealing supplies for like people who need them and shit like that because that again that's another thing the grc is kind of failing people that need those supplies and they're expecting supplies and they told them they're going to get them but it's been like months and they haven't gotten them and they really need them so they're like also stealing stuff for like people yeah who so, so like, so like robin hood yeah, so, yeah like they're super powered yeah. robin hood oh yeah they're robin hood and his merry men yeah but yeah, man, like these action, the action scenes in this episode were great, and that that one that scene where uh, Zemo, you know, he put the mask on, he put that dope ass mask on, and they start shooting. Oh man, yo, that was that was that was an action, that was a movie shot right there, man. That was so dope, man. Do, do you like how Zemo's mask looks? I do. I actually do, and um, I I'm not mad at it. To be honest, I mean, it would be weird if he had like a little gold crown like he normally does in the comics. But I think I think they've they found a very a very good balance in making it real 
and also making it some somewhat comic book accurate. Because this just like who wears purple masks? <laughs> like, what is the story behind it? You know? I feel like he just wears it because he thinks it makes him look cool. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it may be something he wore in uh well, maybe it's bulletproof military days. Oh yeah, maybe. It could be. They were just sitting in his in one of his muscle cars when when we uh when we saw him grab it. Yeah. And um so yeah, they they uh, get away and um Sharon shows no, Zemo shows up with the car and Sharon goes somewhere else. And interestingly, Sharon tells this person that she's with, we have a problem. And that's what makes me think Sharon might be the power broker. Or working for her. Or yeah, or at least working for them. And I, I think I honestly think that she might be connected to the power broker in some way. Who do you think is the power broker? Thank you for asking. I think it's General Thunderbolt Ross. I was not expecting that. Why do you think it's Thunderbolt? Well, I know he's supposed to appear in this series, and he I, is. Ah oh, man, I wish you hadn't told me that. I mean, it's not a spoiler. It was released. It is for me. I purposefully avoided learning details about the show because I wanted there to be surprises. The thing I knew was that Sharon was showing up. I mean, the only reason that I, I mean, and that's that's not guaranteed. That was just a rumor I heard. Okay. But but it make it tracks for me that he would appear in this show because Bucky and Cap, Bucky and Falcon, you know, they're they're government. Technically, and Thunderbolt Ross is a part of the government. We haven't seen him since Civil War, right? He showed up in um. Wait, did oh, he, he show up in, in Infinity War? He showed up in Endgame, I think. As yeah, I think, uh, I think he was in Endgame. I think he was in the. I think he was. He was when um he was in. He was one of those holograms. Oh, that doesn't that, count. Um, Does that really count? That. Uh, I mean, it was an appearance by the man. It was a picture. Was just a hologram. No, not as the picture. Not as one of those floating holograms. And I think he was talking to um, to Don Cheadle, or maybe Scarlett Scarlett Johansson when they were I, like, talking to different world leaders. Are you sure you're not talking about Infinity War? Why would that have happened in Infinity War? Oh yeah, I can't see Okay, well, we'll say Endgame. Sure. I could have sworn you said he was retired, though. He retired from being a general, but then he became a secretary of state. Oh, okay, okay. Well, and I'm I'm assuming that maybe after that, maybe you know, he got a little restless or tired, or maybe he was he, I I don't know. Maybe he got he retired, and maybe he you know, him being him being the eagle maniac that he is, he decided to take over some more uh, illegal activities like he does in the comics mm, and starts his own group and you know almost like a, a suicide squad-esque group of like bad guys that you know kind of do their own thing exactly like that yeah the thunderbolts oh man if they actually do the thunderbolts oh shit and it would make sense to start introducing ross slowly because she hulk just started filming yeah that's a good point that's a good point man Oh shit! What if he winds up being? What if he somehow ends up being Red Hulk? I would love that. I would truly love that. 
if he becomes Red Hawk, man, can we can we keep Mark Ruffalo around for just like four more years, four or five more years? I know he's he's in his fifties, but God, if 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 he's not a great, I mean, if he's gonna be a Professor Hulk, it's not like he's all they really need is like his voice, right? Voice and face, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be too much physical work. Well, he actually does the mocap. Oh, well, I mean, I can't imagine them. I can't imagine the mocap is like that physically straining. No, they probably have a, a, a stunt double who they put Mark's face over. Yeah. So I, I don't even think that would be an issue. But yeah, so and uh, we get to the end of the episode, and you know the flag smashers are you know uh, stealing more supplies for people in need, and then Carly does something that makes me go, I don't know if I really like Carly anymore because she kind of blows up a building to send a message or something, she but people were still in there. Yeah. Yeah, she and it's crazy because she ties them up and then kills them, and yeah, she ties them up. I guess what is she still? She still medical supplies, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was medical supplies. And then she just fucking kills them and says, "This is you don't talk to these people. They don't understand anything but violence." I'm like, ah, this is this is why I think her cause. This is why even in the next episode, you you get a glimpse into maybe why her cause is right, but her means to an end are so so delusional. Yeah, I wonder if it's the serum that's influencing her thoughts because remember it's established the serum makes you more of what you are you know serum turned red skull into red skull serum turned steve uh i almost said steve trevor steve rogers into captain america right right so you think the serum might be like influencing her actions i think it's very possible i, I think yeah like you said it that's why the original scientist was so picky with pick with choosing steve Steve was the one who was brave, who sacrificed himself time and time again, was willing to put up with all types of shit no matter what, even with his medical conditions and how skinny he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even going back to that line from Zemo uh, when they were talking about the serum. And uh, Falcon was like, well, I mean, the serum gave us Captain America, it gave us Steve Rogers. And Zemo's like, well, there's only been one Steve Rogers, so... True that. I mean, because people gotta be selective with who they get that serum to. Shit, the only other person who's able to use Mjolnir, well, him and Vision, uh, are only and Thor, only ones able to use Mjolnir. Yeah, this is true. Mm. There's a reason for that. And then we get to the actual end of the show when they're going back to Zemo, and when this happened, boy, man, I was like, oh shit, and we see. You know, Bucky, he notices some uh some uh some Okoyo some Koyo beads. Okoye beads? Okoye beads. No, Okoye? No, nigga, not Okoye. That's a character. They're called uh Koyo beads, right? Are they? I don't think they're called that. Are they really? I'm looking this up so that I'm not saying it wrong. Kimoyo beads. That's Kimoyo beads. Yes, Kimoyo beads. And yeah, and you know, Bucky's you know spent some time in Wakanda, so I imagine he would. He's like, oh shit, you know, he would know them when he sees them. Yeah, and he's like, well, I was wondering when you guys would show up, and it's Ayo of the Dora Milaje. 
Oh, I was man. so happy because you know what? The thing about WandaVision, they told us a lot of shit about the show before it came out, so almost nothing was a surprise. I'm so happy they were able to keep this one a surprise. Yes, and that Black Panther score. When they, oh, oh, with the, oh, man. Shit, man. So, yeah, man. Oh, I miss Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> same, 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 man. Oh, man. And it's really cool that they're bringing in, because of course, Lakanda would, you know, feel a way about the guy who murdered their king or their uh, their previous king, you know, him being out and about like shit is just sweet. You know, I, of course, they would be upset about that. Right. Why wouldn't they? Who yeah, man. So it's really cool to see them uh, bring bring uh, Wakanda into this show. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought it was a really dope episode, honestly. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I, I think this show is, does, is doing, like I said, what WandaVision does. It's elevating more and more with each episode. It's it's, but with Wanda, it was more elevating with story, and this does that as well. But I feel like this elevates more action-wise. Well, uh, what did what did you think of the episode overall? Dude, what was your, what's your rating? Yeah, like I said, I loved it. Um, probably uh, I want to say four out of five because I'm still not clear on like what they're doing with the flag smashers. I I, I don't know, like. Are we supposed to be on their side? Are we supposed to not be on their side? I feel like that's kind of like murky a little bit. Although what they do, what they're doing with Zemo and Sam and Bucky, like we said, and how they're they're really fleshing out their characters, I think more than makes up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because at, at the end of the day, they're gonna be in future movies as well. Mm. Uh and, uh you uh me overall, I I can say I give it a, a solid four. You know, I feel like each episode has been a solid four. I don't know what's keeping it back from a five. It's nothing like super jaw dropping. I guess I'm waiting for something to really shock me and surprise me. It's yet to do that. Like it's there's still the general Marvel formula, which mm-hmm. is fine. It works, but it's still like nothing is like giving me extraordinary, like extraordinary five out of five. So I'm just gonna give it a four for now. Well, I'm gonna let you know this is next episode we're about to talk about episode five. The whole world is watching. It was a five for me, so I'm gonna just let you know ahead of time. Oh, okay. Let's go into it. Yeah. So we start out with you know a little flashback of uh, Ao of the Dormilaje helping out you know uh, Bucky you know break the brainwashing from Hydra, and he's able to do it which is really nice to see. And it's, it's like, damn, you see Bucky, like he's crying tears of joy that he's, you know, free from his brainwashing. And, you know, you see Ao and Bucky, like they clearly have this like bond of like, you know, cause she helped him out with that. And, you know, we jump to now where obviously she's pissed at him because well, what the fuck is Zemo doing out walking out and about? Like what's going on here? Like, why would you not inform us? Why would you keep him away from us? You know how important Zemo is and his capture is to the Wakandan people, to the nation of Wakanda. Yeah. So he explains, and Ao basically gives him what, like 48 hours? Was it what, what, how much time? 48 20, hours? Tw- I think she said 24 hours. 
some amount of time for them to do what they need to do. And then they're just take oh eight hours. It was oh geez, it was a lot less than I really. They uh, she gave him eight hours before they come for him. Damn. And she did you notice she's giving him his code name White Wolf? She's yeah. Eight hours White Wolf. Yeah, I noticed that. So I don't. I mean, I mean, I guess that was supposed to signify, you know, yeah, like I'm I'm not really fucking with you right now because what you did. But yeah, I can't even really blame her. Yeah, but I mean, she did say he's a means to an end. Like he, like I, I know Bucky is a is aware of how important Zemo is because he was framed by Zemo for King T'Chaka's murder. He was literally being hunted by T'Challa for the murder of his father, which was false, falsely implicated by Zemo. Oh, yeah, for sure, he gets it. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, sometimes you ain't trying to hear all that. You know, it's like, look, this is what I know. This nigga's free when he shouldn't be, all right? And I don't care about nothing else you got going on. They ain't got nothing to do with Wakanda, all right? This nigga killed our king, so he should be in jail. We trusted y'all to keep him in jail. He's not in jail right now. So I mean, you know, so, hey, you know, it is what it is. Right, and, you know, it's, and this episode is... It's basically, you know, it's a cat and mouse game. And, and Zemo is, he's the mouse. Because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier are, are the cats. And they're trying to, to lock onto the breadcrumbs that is Carly and the Flag Smashers. But yet Zemo, he's pulling his own strings while they're investigating. And it, it is telling that Zemo may not 100%, well, clearly he's a villain, we know this, not 100% on their side. It is definitely willing to double-cross them. As as you saw in uh, episode three, where he just straight up killed the doctor, uh, you know, he, he went against what they were supposed to do, which was get information out of him, not kill the man. Yeah, but I mean, he's got a code, man. He's He's got a, he's got his own, um, He's got his own like plans and shit because that all he cares about is making sure the world doesn't make any more super soldiers. That's literally all he cares about. So it's like if a if shooting this doctor helps me, you know, achieve that, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's not exactly like the doctor was a great guy either. I mean, for being real. No, yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. And then we we also learn out. We, not we find out what are Carly's real motivations behind all these, all this medicine she was stealing. Apparently, I guess maybe like her, uh, I couldn't tell that her adopted mother or just someone she's close I, to. I adopted mother because she mentioned how she didn't have any family and this person took care of her. She was like basically like the big mama of her hood. You know what I mean? Like she was right. the one that took care of everybody. Right, right, right. And, you know, I, clearly she was ill and the government, you know, after forming the RDC or the was it GRC? GRC, 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 after forming the GRC, their, their, um, their, damn, what is the word? Their priorities, the GRC's priorities, uh, um, they weren't focused where they needed 
needed to be, and Carly took it into her own hands to kind of redistribute the power and the medicine and the resources that not only her adopted mother needed, but I'm sure millions of people across the world. Like Carly was amassing, a, is, the Flag Smackers are amassing a large following group of support all around the world. And, you know, before, because they're doing the, doing what they're doing for the right reasons, they're just doing them with the wrong means, with the murder, with the, the killing and stealing and, and blowing up buildings. It kind yeah. of becomes hard to justify what they're doing. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. It does. I mean, yes, you're helping people that are kind of being left behind by the GRC, but at the same time, you're kind of leaving the body count. Yeah, and it just becomes what are you are you really a hero or are you a villain? What when when do the, the ends justify the means? Yeah, I mean for me, as far as I can tell, the only real villain in the show so far is uh John Walker, you know, if you ask me. I don't trust that nigga. No, they both villains. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we uh, you know, um Falcon and Zemo had a conversation about the serum that I thought was very interesting. And you really get into the mindset of Zemo and how he thinks, because he believes that anyone that, well, first of all, he calls Carly a supremacist, which I find to be interesting. And he says that anyone who like wants to become a superhuman is inherently a supremacist and inherently has supremacist ideals. And you can't really separate one from the other. And if you take the serum, you're going to be on that path. And he, mm. like, Sam Sam thinks that he can talk Carly down. You know, obviously part of his history with, like, dealing with um, veterans that have PTSD. You know, remember when we met him in Winter Soldier, that's what his job was. You know, he was counseling uh, veterans. And, but, you know, Zemo feels like, nah, you can't stop her. She's just going to keep escalating. Eventually, she's going to kill more people to, you know, reach her means. So, do you feel like you agree more with Zemo, or do you feel, or you feel like you agree more with Sam? Like, is she too far gone, or can she be talked down? Man, that is, that's the question. I feel like, if, I feel like when you're doing it for different reasons, like Steve Rogers, right, he was doing because he wanted to serve his country, he wanted to make a difference and save people. And him coming from a background of helplessness, I think, and you know, his physical stature, I think made a lot of sense. But I think in terms of Carly, I think she only sees violence as a means to, to help people. And see Steve, on the other hand, didn't. Like, I mean, I know we saw him using a gun in the first Avenger, but you you didn't you never saw it afterwards, mm-hmm. and that's telling of his character and what he was comfortable with doing to to justify the means. This is which is which is why he has the shield. The shield is used to protect, not to harm. I mean, con- to and, kill. and contrast that with uh, John Walker, who he had a gat ready to go off top. He was going pew pew in the first episode we saw him. Yeah, as soon as we saw him on that train, bang bang. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, we get to see eventually see how that works out because they find out or figure out where Carly is, which you know Zemo keeps close to the chest so that they don't you know lose reason to keep him around. And um, 
I find I, I, I we do also get a little bit of time with Carly and uh, do you, did we get the guy's name? Mm, uh, her one of her flag smashers. Yeah, did we get his name? No. No. Okay. Well. Yeah, she's she's talking with him, and you know we get more of her point of view, and they're talking about how you know, like I like we mentioned earlier, people are being left behind by the GRC, and the guy says, "Yeah, that new guy, that new cap they got, you know, he's just you know, he's a, he's a puppet or a mascot or whatever. What the people need is a leader that looks like them and knows what they've gone through, and you know, a guy like John Walker. Let's be real here; he don't really know what these people have been going through, you know." And I, I find it interesting that that guy says when he was a kid, his favorite hero was Captain America, which <laughs> comes up later on, you know. And if you know, when we get to that moment in the episode, it'll it'll come back up. So of never course, never meet your heroes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> never, never meet your heroes, or you know, people who dress up like heroes anyway. Uh, so yeah, Cap and. Uh, What's his face? Battlestar eventually catch up with Falcon and Bucky. Wow. I just, Battlestar, man. Ugh, whatever. What is and wrong with Battlestar? It's a stupid fucking name. I'm sorry. I just and my brain immediately goes Galactica, but that's not your name. That's a show. So it's like what? I don't know. It's dumb. It's a terrible name. The Falcon is 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 a football team. What is wrong with that's Falcon? Wrong. Oh my god! No one thinks Atlanta Falcons when they hear Falcon's name. Like what? No, you don't. Okay. You are lying. Stop it. No, that doesn't make any sense. All right, all right. I do. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, and they're they're trying to hash out. Look, we know where Carly is. Sam wants to handle it his way. You know, try and talk her down. Makes sense. But John Walker, you know, he wants to show up. You know, fucking, you know, toss his dick around and shit. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm cat. I. We should go in there and capture her ass. Maybe even kill it. I don't know. We're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. And Sam's like, nah, bro. Like, come on. I'll talk to her. You know, be real chill. Be real calm. Again, like we said, laying down reasons why Sam should be capped. You know, he's he's got a calm head. He knows how to talk things out. He's, you know, he's a good dude, you know, versus this hothead who just wants to show everyone, no, I can be capped. I can be capped, too. I'm worthy of being capped. You know, it's like this whiny little motherfucker. Like, come on, nigga. Like, stop whining so much. Like, shit. Ugh. It's not a good look. <laughs> so yeah, Sam. So they uh they go to the funeral for um the mother figure that they all had, and it was a very nice um eulogy given by Carly about Mama Danya. That's her name, Mama Danya. Uh, so after the funeral, you know, so again, Sam, and I said this on Twitter too. Um, Sam and Carly, you know, Sam's talking to her and they relate on a certain level and they're going back and forth. And it's interesting to me, uh, Sam even like trips her up a little bit, you know, when Carly says, when Sam says, look, you're killing people, that's really wrong. They're innocent victims. And Carly says, they're not innocent. They're just in my way. And if they need to be dealt with, they'll be dealt with. And then Sam even like, he catches her like, well, hang on now. You kind of, you kind of sound like, uh, the bad guys right now or something. What? What? what he, no, he didn't say bad guys. I, do you remember what he said exactly? No, I don't. Okay, well, he said something like that. And Carly's like, whoa, you know, Sam caught her. Like, like almost made Carly kind of reflect on the way she's acting, you know? And I, like I said on Twitter, this that scene, it wasn't exactly in the same context, but it kind of reminded me of that scene from Justice League with Batman talking to Ace from... Uh, 
uh from the 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 the, the gang that Ace know, the Bad Hound? No, man, Ace the the girl from the gang that that's based oh. off of playing cards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, from uh, from Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it Justice League? Yeah, it doesn't matter, Central. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, and I was like, I said on Twitter, it kind of reminded me of that. You know, very, very like. Great comparison. Yeah, both very good scenes. Just a hero, just nobly, just you know, talking to someone significantly younger than them, you know, and just t- trying to help them out. And I thought that was, I thought both like again, like that scene. This scene was very nice. So yeah, while he's talking down Carly, you know, John Walker is chilling with Battlestar and Bucky and Zemo. They got Zemo handcuffed, of course. And you know, he's, he's you know he's he's getting antsy. He's like being snotty. He's like, we need to get in there. You know, she doesn't know what he's doing. And she's she's totally gonna escape. And then and then he's being whiny. And he somehow actually convinces Bucky to let him go into there. I don't know why Bucky. Let him do that. That seemed like a foolish decision to me. I don't know why he would do that. Like, what are you thinking, man? But yeah, against his, I'm sure, much better judgment, he lets Walker go in there and he fucks the whole shit up. And then Carly's like, oh, I trusted you. This was just, you just wanted to trap me. And, you know, Sam tries to explain, but it's pointless. She escapes. They chase her down. And of course, Zemo gets out of his handcuffs. Now, eventually, Carly drops all the serums, but Zemo's shooting at her. Zemo, again, keeping to his like his uh, his his uh, mantra, he sees the the serum all over the floor. And he just instead of like taking it, like it would have been easy to do. Yeah, he exactly. Stopping on that shit destroys all the serum. You know, it's very interesting to see him keep to you know his his ideals. He's like, this shit does not need to exist. No one needs to take it. We need to get rid of it. Now. Eventually, he's stopped by uh, was it uh, was it? Oh, he's you know stopped by Fake Cap, and Walker, of course, notices. Oh, one of these serums wasn't destroyed. Let me let me pocket that shit real quick. Why? Because he feels he feels insecure. He feels inadequate as Captain America without the Super Soldier serum running through his veins. Yep, yep. He probably remembers that nigga from last episode spitting in his face. It's like, man, I don't like this guy, man. I really don't. Yeah, and then Captain America's on that bullshit, man. He was looking at shit. He was looking at that shit like, like, like it was a crack rock or some shit. Like, yeah, ooh. he definitely was looking at like a crackhead about to get his his rock after a whole day. Mm-hmm. You seen that shit? So you know, thanks to this dumbass, you know they fucked up and Carly's gone. So they head back home, and of course, who shows up but the Dora Milaje is like, "Hey, your eight hours are up. Come on, he's coming with us." And John Walker again is with them, and again he fucks up by being like. Uh, I'm Captain America, and you guys don't have jurisdiction here. The dorm lodge, they're like, we have jurisdiction everywhere we go. Now that was the line of the fucking episode right there. The dorm lodge have jurisdiction wherever the dorm lodge find themselves to be. That's some shit you put on a t-shirt, my nigga. Like, oh yeah, shit. That's some official shit. That's some gangster shit. Can't nobody tell you different. Yeah, I said, I, I, I cheered. I was like, yo, tell him. And then they, they basically they just start beating the shit out of them. Like 
wildly beating the fuck out of this nigga. Like, it's not even a contest. It was actually sad how much of an ass beating this nigga got. Battlestar, too. Battlestar was giving them beats, too. I, mean, I feel like Captain, Captain America was getting his ass beat like this entire episode. It definitely feels oh, yeah, like he was. It was definitely uh, fueling his insecurity, which is then what made him take that super soldier serum. Yeah, I mean, he even says, like, at the end, he's like, they weren't even super soldiers. Like, they weren't even, they don't even have powers and they still beat your ass. Like, come on, bro. They're just better equipped people. Beat the shit out of them. He just can't handle being beat by a woman. Yeah, and then, and then he, but are we going to, I mean, are we going to talk about how as soon as the white dude got his ass beat by a black woman, he decided he needed to take them super steroids? I mean, can we talk about, I mean, hey, man, I'm just saying. Fine. Nigga was almost in tears. Nigga was almost in tears about it. It's like they didn't have superpowers. They was they was just normal people with spears, and they still beat my ass. It's not fair. You know, let me take this shit. They just had pointy sticks. How the fuck did they beat? Uh, and Bucky and Sam was just watching too. They didn't even care. It was like, I mean, hey, we try to tell you. We try to tell you to chill. We well, well as nuts, wanna, man. You don't want to fuck with them. Not the Dormilaje. Oh man! Oh, and how about Zemo just chilling and calmly walking out? That's how much of a troll. You know, honestly, Zemo's low key kind of a troll because that's how much of a troll he is. He just caused chaos and then walk away while everyone's distracted. Makes sense. It's the best best he can do. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. And this man had he knew he had a built in escape. Just ready and waiting for the door Milaje to come and find him. A whole ass tunnel like under the tub or toilet or some shit. Like, what type of what type of uh <laughs> said El Chapo in the show? El Chapo? Yeah. That makes sense. Or some that's some Shawshank Redemption shit. <laughs> oh, man. My friend Zemo. Yeah, man, and honestly, that I love that scene. That 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 was another really good action scene. This show. this show is really good with their action scenes, man. Yeah, you really get to see the Dora Milaje just be badasses in that scene, and just, if, they, they just took control of that scene. Give the Dora Milaje. I'm I'm thinking their own show. No, they're not. Uh, they should. I think that no, they're doing a Wakanda show, but we don't know who the star. Oh, okay. I mean, I I, well, I I can't imagine they wouldn't show up in that. Oh yeah, they got to. Yeah. Okay, that's good because honestly, I just want to see more of the Dora Milaje. I hope this is well. There's like two episodes left, right? So I hope this isn't even the last we see of them in this show. I mean, it might be considering there's only two episodes left, but you know, you never know. Yeah, that's right. You never know. And you know, afterwards, um, they have a conversation, like you know, Walker's talking with Battlestar about. Hey, you know, would you, if you had the serum, would you take it? And Battlestar didn't even hesitate. That nigga said, yeah, are you kidding me? He was almost upset that he would even ask him that shit. Like, that's a stupid... Why would you ask me that? Of course I would take... Are you serious? <laughs> like, he was almost mad he even asked him that shit, bro. Like, and I feel like that, again, shows the contrast between these four characters. Because, like, I forgot who... Was it Zemo that asked Sam, like, on a plane or something if he would take the serum? No, he asked Sam while they were at his hideout. Okay, yeah, he asked Sam if he would take the serum. Sam's like, nah, I, I wouldn't take that shit, man. You know, again, it, you know, Sean, hey, you know, it, it's almost like when people say the best people to be president 
are people that don't want to be president, right? Or or even in a uh, Game of Thrones, the best person to be on the Iron Throne is someone who doesn't want to be on the Iron Throne. It's like that. You know, Falcon don't even really want to be cat. Maybe he should be cat. No, we forgot to mention. What did we forget to mention? We forgot to mention the Dora Milaje disarmed Bucky. Oh, that was on like the edge of my brain. I, even, I I meant to bring that up and I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about them having a built-in like disarm for Bucky's arm? I feel like that's some shit Batman would do. And I'm totally okay with it. I mean, yeah, it makes sense from their point of view. I mean, yeah, sure, they fuck with Bucky, you know, they're cool with him and all that, but you never know. I'm just, just in case, because he was brainwashed by Hydra, and, you know, we, we unbrainwashed him, but that shit could always pop back up, I'm just saying. Also, Bucky's a little crazy, so, you know, just to be safe. Makes sense to me that they did that. So, and I get, did they show on screen that Walker took the serum? I don't think they did, right? They did not, no. We just, okay. he just but we know he did. The door and we know he does, yeah. Okay, yeah. They they heavily imply that he clearly did. He's, you know, aggro for the rest of the episode. So, yeah, he at some point that they didn't show, they did. Uh, meanwhile, our actual heroes are dealing with other stuff, and Carly calls up Falcon's sister, Sarah. And, you know, it's basically a ploy to get, you know, Falcon somewhere to see if she can actually trust him or not. And Sarah, she kind of dropped the gem in this scene where she said, like, well, Carly's under the impression that that Sam is on the same side as Captain America. And Sarah's like, no, he's not on his side. And Sarah's like, my world doesn't matter to America, so why should I care about its mascot? Mm-hmm. And look, man, I'm just saying, especially not to get detailed, but especially after like this week, which it's uh, April 13th at the time that we're recording, you know, especially with everything that happened this week. I mean, that line just resonates so much, you know. I feel like there's at least every couple of months we're saying something where a line resonates because of events. Yeah. Well, now that I think about it, when does that line not resonate, actually? Right. Yeah. I mean, just the first time we've heard something like this, but yeah, there's so many lines that are resonating with, and this this show is in part uh, a lot of political reflection on today's society, especially going back to like episode two where Sam and Bucky, you know, were out in Baltimore and Sam got profiled, asked for an ID until they realized who he was. Everybody locked this man up. Yeah, this show has a lot of political, a lot of subtle political commentary that I think is is good. Yeah, and there is not heavy. Well, maybe maybe the cop. I don't know. That scene maybe felt like a, a little bit heavy handed, but I don't know. That's not always a bad thing, you know. But yeah, for the most part, it's not even really heavy handed, you know. No, it's not. Yeah, I feel like it's done very uh, tactfully and tastefully, um, which is definitely a problem that other shows, I'm not going to name names, but other shows aren't so good at handling subjects like this with a, with a soft touch. Uh, so yeah, you know, basically, you know, it, the plan works and Sam's suited up and he meets Carly at this place and, you know, Carly says that she would never hurt her. And honestly, I believe Carly. I don't think Carly would ever actually hurt 
Sarah and them. I, I, I buy it. Um, but of course, you know, uh, Captain America and Battlestar always somehow know where they are, so they just follow them, and they're like, oh, shit, there they are. And then once again, they fuck everything up, and Carly distrusts them again, and, you know, they all start fighting and running, and a whole bunch of shit happens. No, it's, Car- no, it's Captain America and... and uh, I, I hate it now, too. Captain America and Battlestar, they don't... Yeah, they- see, it sounds dumb as shit. Yeah, 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 fuck off. Um, they they find out where the other flag smashers are while Carly is trying to assess if Sam is really a, a decent person. Okay. And then when she when he when uh when Sam's like, oh shit, Walker, he's found them. That's when Carly's like, oh you motherfuckers wanna fuck on me? You wanna <laughs> fuck on me, gay boy? Okay. And then it's kind of a chase to see who gets there first. To stop Captain America or Captain Captain Ass America, um, yeah, because they don't trust Walker. But like you said, she doesn't trust them because she thinks they are a distraction, even though she's the one that called them. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess from her point of view, they still could have like met up ahead of time and been like, okay, when when this happens. This is when we do da 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 or something. I don't know. I mean, it, it could have. It, we know it didn't, but I guess from her point of view, it could have. You know. Um. So yeah, at a certain point, Battlestar's lame ass gets kidnapped by one of the flag smashers, so he has to, you know, save himself. Cause while Captain America is getting his ass beat by another flag smasher, you know, he's just always getting his ass beat because he's lame. But at, this, but at this point, he has his super soldier. He's taking his super soldier. Oh right, yeah, yeah. He was actually winning the fight against the flag smasher. So yeah, he he was he was okay. To be fair, he was giving some beats back. Of course, he had to take the super steroids to do that. But you know, eventually he started, you know, beating some ass. But they uh, catch up to the room where like Battlestar is, and eventually they all congregate in the same area, and they start fighting. And at a certain point, Carly like. She like pushes back Battlestar, I believe. Oh, she she punches him into a column. Yeah, yeah. Which I think might be the first time something like that has actually killed a Marvel character. Because I feel like people get put through walls and shit all the time in this universe, and they're fine for the most part. Yeah, most of those people are supposed to be super soldiers. Yeah, yeah. But, but the fucking Battlestar is a regular ass black man. Why? Way. What exactly are Battlestar's qualifications that he's like Captain America's partner? I think they were both in the army together. Okay, so he's just a regular army nigga. So why is he? Why so, does he? So is John Walker. He was. They were in what? the same. Oh, they they tell us that Walker is like the peak of human strength and speed and intelligence and shit. They they I mean, tell us may, that. maybe in the military. Maybe there might be other people we don't know. But... Yeah. So, like, they, they kind of, like, let us know that's why they chose him. At least, that's one of the reasons why they chose him. Yeah, he's, he's great, had great on his aptitude tests, intelligence, everything. He was just scored high on the charts. Yeah. And so, when his homeboy Battlestar dies, you see fucking Captain America, he busts, he busts a blood vessel. He doesn't know what the fuck. Oh, doing. yeah, he goes off. And he he finds one of the flag smashers, the one we said earlier, whose uh, favorite superhero was Captain America. 
And now Captain America is beating the shit out of him with the shield that's supposed to protect people, not kill. And I don't know if, and I'm not sure what he did, but I'm I'm thinking he dismembered that motherfucker. Oh, he caved his fucking chest in, man. Oh, he caved his chest in. Oh yeah, man, that, that shit was so graphic, much darker if, if they had fucking like decapitated that dude. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, man. I didn't know if Disney Plus was gonna get that raw. Honestly, even what they did was pretty raw. There's blood everywhere, and that there's that one shot with Walker holding the shield and blood on the shield that was like really fucking cool. Like, yeah, yeah man. man. This everyone this, is fucking recording Walker as he's got blood on his shield. Like, I didn't see a single person calling like 911 or an ambulance or anything, by the way. Of course, people like to stand around and <laughs> like they're, just, they're all just recording on their phone to put on fucking TikTok or some shit. Like, nigga, like, is no Hello, one call one? Hello, you would be so funny if all of this happened and then next episode there was like battle. So I was like, oh hey guys, so uh, yeah, I got knocked out. What's going on? No, oh, you did. <laughs> oh, shit. You killed someone? Damn, you ain't need to do all that. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I just got knocked out, man. <laughs> yeah, hit my head. This is like it's a slight concussion. You remember I used to get those all the time. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he's dead though. I mean, but yeah, he's 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 probably dead. There was a lot of blood on the back of his head, but yeah, man. So yeah, this this episode definitely signifies the turn of John Walker, you know, probably going full villain right of course he doesn't see himself as the villain but like you you killed someone I mean, who's surrendering bordering. yeah, yeah he, he's bordering I, I feel like he's not even bordering he's just over the line he killed someone who was like surrendering he wasn't a threat he was like yo I, I, it wasn't even me you know, he, know at that, he, he just surrendered he would just run he was running. Uh, he surrendered I, he, he, he was giving himself up he could have brought him in you can't even question him now because he's dead. Yeah, you, you've lost all your leads. Yeah. And that's how the episode ends, too. Like, on that, that graphic-ass shot with the that comic book cover-ass shot with him holding the bloody shield. Oh, See you next oh. week. Yeah, they, they, they fucking Marvel definitely knows how to end on a good note. Or a high note. Did you see Carly's... Hey, did you see Carly's face? She's like, fuck. oh shit. Man. Oh fuck. He just <laughs> there's, there's someone standing next to her, like holding up her phone and talking. She's probably saying some shit like, yo, hey, I don't want to be the nigga that he's actually mad at. <laughs> Boy, if I was them, I would be shitting my pants right now, man. Yeah, hey, he looked pissed. <laughs> Me too. Oh man. So yeah, like like I said, man, this episode was a five out of five for me. I ain't got no complaints. I, I think I'll give it to you. I think I'll I'll actually join you in the five out of five for once. Oh, but it was it was a really lot of good. action, a lot of story. It it broke ground with with what they were able to do with Walker. You know, they fucking making him a fucking lunatic, Jesus. And um, I I think it's deserving of the five. Yeah, man. Um, they're really setting up the. This is we're in the we're in the the fucking end game right now, right? Two more episodes. Uh, yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is there another show coming up after this? Loki, but I I think 
I think it's either Loki or What If. Okay. Let me. I'm. I'm gonna look it up real quick because I could have sworn Loki comes in July. Um. Nope. June 11th is Loki. So yeah, maybe maybe we'll have What If in between. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for these next two episodes, man. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to know who the power broker is. I look forward to seeing like if Sam does he eventually get hold of the super soldier serum to be determined. But we do know for sure that based on previews, even though you may not have seen it, that Bucky, Sam, and John Walker are gonna face off for that shield. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if Bucky's gonna want to face up. Well, then again, maybe he might. In the first episode, he was just like, you know what? We should just jump that nigga. Just take the shield back. <laughs> you remember that? He did this. Was like, let's just take it back. Like, the, what is he gonna do, really? <laughs> oh shit, that was, that shit was funny. You remember that? Yeah. Oh man, shit. I wonder what would happen if they just yeah. tried to take it. What, 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 like, really? What is John Walker gonna do? The fuck? I mean, now that he's a fight. soldier. Well, yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Well, that's the show. Um, we both love this show. And uh, as always, you can follow us everywhere Twitter, Instagram, the name, Words from Blurs, but out sounds, all that good stuff. Listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, any final words? Um, no. I mean, just be sure to follow the show, you know, just like a dude said. Or from Blurred Spell House Sounds. Make sure you follow our socials, which will be in the description of each and every episode. Um, that's it. Thanks yeah. for listening. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We uh, we also love comments. Yes. And um, just uh, real briefly, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to the Dark Man X DMX, who uh, passed, I believe, uh, la- no Saturday. Yes, uh, Saturday, I think. Um, it was a, yeah, drug overdose, man. Like I know he'd been going through it for a long time, and like the, the first rappers I ever listened to were literally Eminem, Tupac, and DMX. Like those were the guys that like basic. That was my entry into like rap and hip hop. Like Party Up was like that song would get played endlessly when I was a kid because I fucking love that song so much, and I, I would always get so hyped when it come on on the radio and shit. So yeah. Yeah, well, rest in peace to DMX. Great poet, great writer, a very hype rapper, only 50 years old. Jesus, yeah, 50, that's so young these days, man. Like, when you, these, like, literally, these days when you hear someone died at 50, it's like, damn, that's mad young. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, rest in peace to DMX. And that's the show, as always. Black Lives Matter and always have always been. Peace.